It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Welcome into the Blue White Breakdown. Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live here. A little weekend recap before we get into the madness of the college football playoff and bowl pairings, bowl season. We had a, a busy week here um, everywhere in the coaching carousel. Brent Pry, Penn State's defensive coordinator, was introduced at Virginia Tech last week. He uh, left a void in the Penn State staff that obviously James Franklin is, is working to fill right now. He obviously had Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame suddenly to go to LSU. Lincoln Riley set a lot of things into motion when he left Oklahoma suddenly to go to USC. Um, so now we had a surprise in this region at the University of Virginia, second Power 5 job opening up in the state of Virginia. Bronco Mendenhall announced he would be stepping away after six seasons at UVA and has connections here to Penn State because, number one, Brent Prize at Virginia Tech. Also, Ricky Ronnie, Penn State's former offensive coordinator, as a, is at Old Dominion. Those two former James Franklin protégés will be squaring off in the 2022 season opener. But as for the University of Virginia, Anthony Poindexter is an interesting name to watch. He's said to be one of the final two um, candidates for the job. He was a two-time All-American there at Virginia, he was a college football Hall of Famer there as a safety, so his credentials on the field are obviously very impressive. He uh, got his coaching career started there as a graduate assistant in 2003. He ended up coaching safeties, uh, running backs, and special teams on the UVA staff before he left to become the defensive coordinator at UConn in 2014. He was the co-defensive coordinator at Purdue in 2017. He had that job until 2020. Then he came to Penn State for the 2021 season where he was also co-defensive coordinator as well as safeties coach. Did an outstanding job if you look at the developments of Jaquan Brisker going from a very, very good player to an elite one potentially and somebody who probably gained a lot of ground when it came to the NFL draft. Uh, Jair Brown also, Penn State's other starter at safety, has some NFL credentials now that he's building as well, and we're looking to find out whether he will be back for 2022 or not. Uh, but Anthony Poindexter, his guidance with those players was apparent. He uh, was a, a key part of this Penn State defense, uh, along with Brent Pry, and he's been a candidate you know, to, to fill Brent Pry's job as the full-time defensive coordinator at Penn State. But obviously, you know, his interest, uh, the mutual interest between him and Virginia – uh, is obvious with his his roots there at Virginia as both a player and as a coach. He's uh, he's done just about everything uh, at the Power Five level that you can ask for before you get your first head coaching job. So he he could very much be in play there. Um, in which case, Penn State could be looking to fill a second position on that defensive staff. 
So whether that's internal or their outside candidates come in, those jobs will be worth watching. I don't think James Franklin will let those drag out for too much longer, especially since, you know, especially the defensive coordinator job uh, with the first national signing day coming up here in a couple weeks. You probably want to have your staff together the best way you can for that. You know, whether he's filling just Brent Pry's job or Brent Pry and Anthony Poindexter will be worth watching here as we move forward. Uh, Speaking of Penn State safeties, a second safety from this roster has opted to go into the NCAA transfer portal. Enzo Jennings made that call this week. That was reported by Blue White Illustrated and Lions 247. He joins another former four-star in Tyler Rudolph in making that jump and exploring his options elsewhere. Both of these players had seen very, very limited time in in the early parts of their careers. Tyler Rudolph, a redshirt sophomore. Enzo Jennings was a redshirt freshman. He's a former four-star from Michigan, a top 150 player in the country in the 2020 class in the 24-7 sports composite rankings. Had a lot of promise coming out of high school. He still has a lot of promise, but he'll be looking to get that fresh start someplace else to try to make the most of it. Um... I think Penn State should still be okay depth-wise without both Enzo Jennings and Tyler Rudolph moving forward. You're obviously losing Jaquan Brisker to the NFL draft. Jair Brown, we're waiting to find out. That probably, a decision from him probably won't occur until after Penn State's bowl game, wherever they do end up playing. Uh, He had an outstanding first season as a starter at Penn State. Probably has his eye on making a similar leap to Jaquan Brisker, where Brisker had a very, very good first season. Then he had a standout second season that has propelled him up NFL draft boards. Uh, Jair Brown has a chance to do the very same thing if he does come back. Uh, Jonathan Sutherland does still have eligibility left. Might be a surprise if he comes back and uses it. You know, across the board, Penn State is going to be looking for clarification on these guys, whether some will or won't come back for a sixth season, whether they do or don't want those players to come back with that COVID year that everybody's been granted. Uh, Keaton Ellis uh, should be back, uh, should be a contender for a starting job. He made a transition from quarterback to safety last year for the first time. We didn't see much of him early, presumably because of injury. Uh, but he did flash some of that physical ability. He's a very versatile player who could be a starter or a key contributor either way. And then Jalen Reed is another name. He emerged late in the year as a true freshman, and he ended up burning his red shirt as a result of that. You saw him make a pretty key hurry uh, in Penn State's season finale against Michigan State. Very promising player, also a contender for the starting job. So if Jair Brown comes back and Keaton Ellis and Jalen Reed are what we think they are. They're three quarters of the way there at the at the safety spot. Uh, you also have in the 2022 class that's arriving, not that you really count on those guys to, to play a key role right away, but you have as many as six players in that class who are capable of playing the safety position. You've got K.J. Winston and Tyrese Mills. Those are both true safeties, pure safeties. Uh, and then Christian Driver, Makai Flowers, and Cam Miller are the other are, are a few of the other guys who are versatile enough to play safety. Cam Miller is a cornerback; he's a four-star. Makai Flowers plays safety and wide receiver, and same for Christian Driver, safety and wide receiver. 
So you have um, a nice list of players there who could come in and replenish the depth chart. You could end up leaning on a young player to, to be on the two deep. We'll see. You could transition a cornerback to safety, as Penn State has been known to do. Uh, that pipeline has been as used as frequently as any under James Franklin in terms of changing positions. So that'll be one to watch. But I think Penn State's okay here. Worth noting, by the way, Jaquan Brisker, Jair Brown, both Big-time success stories transferring to Penn State from Lackawanna College. Uh, Tyrese Mills is also from Lackawanna College, also has a similar look and feel, and they just might be doing something right in Scranton to develop these guys and help them produce at the Power 5 level. Tyrese Mills, keep an eye on him. He could be the next one. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our 12 locations. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. As we look back again on the week that was late developing in the week, some Penn State ties returning to this part of the country. Joe Moorhead is taking the head coaching job at Akron. He had spent the last two seasons as the offensive coordinator at Oregon, but he's going back home where he coached from 2004 to 2008. He was the offensive coordinator at Akron for three seasons, and now he's the, taking the head job there. He was Penn State's coordinator from 2016 to 2017. He left and took the head job at Mississippi State, lasted two seasons there before he was relieved of his duties. He landed up in Oregon, uh, coordinating the offense for the Ducks. And now he's coming back to an Akron program that is uh, looking to kind of get back on track, never really looking at a Mac powerhouse team there. But they were 2-10 and 10 this year. They were 1-5 in 2020, and they were 0-12 in 2019. So you're not really looking at a roster that's that's overflowing with big-time talent. Joe Moorhead's going to have his work cut out for him, which has many asking why he would take this job at this time coming from Oregon. And the best explanation I can come up with is that this is a guy who is from Pittsburgh. He's from this part of the country. He had success at Fordham, which is where he played um, at the college level. He uh, coached at UConn. I think some of his better days were in the northeastern part of the country uh, where his roots are, and he's looking to come back there. A little bit lower-pressure job as opposed to what he took when he went to Mississippi State. Um, now he's leaving that Oregon staff to come back here. And I think in this day and age with, with Joe Moorhead's credentials and his experience and you know his ingenuity on offense, probably not a stretch to think that in, this, in, in the coming weeks and months – he could tap into the transfer portal big time, find himself a quarterback, find a few key um, former three and four stars who are leaving power five programs who might want a fresh start at a smaller school. There are some some real avenues here for Joe Moorhead to make an immediate splash, especially since there's nowhere to go but up for this program. You know, a, a total of three and 27 over the last three years. I think Joe Moorhead will have... A, uh, success early there. And I think, you know, he's a, uh, he's a beloved figure in Penn state circles because of what he was able to do and help, help 
uh, take this offense to new heights, help kind of usher in a new exciting era, not just in terms of success, winning a Big Ten title in 2016, uh, but scoring points and doing it in a fun way and having a, a Heisman Trophy candidate in Saquon Barkley, you know, having Trace McSorley, who was will also go down as one of the more beloved quarterbacks to play at Penn State, Mike Gesicki, Chris Godwin, coached a lot of good players. Now he's coming back, taking over a program closer to his home and maybe closer to his roots in, uh, in, in smaller, less pressure situations. Uh, I think we'll have a lot of success at Akron. Speaking of former Penn State offensive coordinators getting new jobs, Kirk Shiraka looks to be on the verge of making it official to be going back to Minnesota as the offensive coordinator under P.J. Fleck. That report surfaced a little bit later in the week from the Minneapolis Star Tribune. Uh, Kirk Chiraka and P.J. Fleck spent seven seasons together total, including at Minnesota before Chiraka left for Penn State in 2020. He is from Pennsylvania originally. He did have a good opportunity on James Franklin's staff. That experiment, though, lasted just one year. James Franklin relieved him of his duties, and he went out and signed uh, Mike Yurcich to take over, which he did for the first time in the 2021 season. Kirk Shiraka spent that year as an offensive analyst at West Virginia. Uh, his exit at Penn State was, I would say, unceremonious. Uh, maybe not just a great fit on the staff. Didn't really get the results that, that James Franklin wanted. Maybe philosophically they didn't see eye to eye. But... Uh, it's it was it's uncommon for James Franklin to make that level of move and Mike Yersich. A lot of people seem to think that he was high on the list of um, coordinators when James Franklin ended up hiring Kirk Shiraka in the first place. He got a second chance to hire him after he left the, the Texas staff, and so uh, so he did that. You know, real belief that a, a big time offensive coordinator can do a lot. Just as we mentioned earlier with Joe Moorhead, Kirk Shiraka didn't look to be that guy, but PJ Fleck. You know, has has a soft spot in his heart for Kirk Shiraka. They have worked well together for a long time. He could be coming back to the Big Ten and coaching against Penn State someday and certainly would look to try to get a little bit of revenge on James Franklin for the way things started and ended here. That situation's not official yet, but an announcement should be coming any day now. Kirk Shiraka going back to Minnesota to lead that Gophers offense. Big day coming up on Sunday with the college football playoff pairings coming out. Uh, Penn State's bowl destination coming soon. So we'll be tackling those stories and much, much more on PennLive.com slash football throughout the week. You can check us out also on the blue-white breakdown. Dave Jones, Bob Flanders, Daniel Gallant, and myself will be looking at those bowl matchups and uh, what else is going on on the Penn State football beat. So stay tuned, and we'll see you next time on the Blue-White Breakdown. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey.